0: DNVR Gaming Podcast, presented by Breckenridge Brewery. I'm Drew Creaseman, with me is Nathan Rudolph, Rudo, and A.J. Haefeli, and guys, it happened. Here we are, talking about video games on a DNVR podcast, a day I think we all knew it would arrive eventually, obviously, the quickness of it arriving, the circumstances are, are pretty awful but we're all pretty excited to be talking about something that's been a passion of ours for a long time and i actually wanted to start right there and you know we'll get into some of the stuff we're doing here on the dnvr gaming channel we've got a twitter handle make sure you go follow at dnvr underscore gaming we've got a twitch channel make sure you follow that we're going to be streaming games regularly we're going to be hosting tournaments we're going to be doing a lot of stuff while we're all in lockdown but let's get away from all of that for just a minute and go back in time aj i'll start with you Uh, how did you first get into video games and what have been some of your favorites over the years
1: Oh well i first got into into gaming um because my older brother had an nes and um I would when I was very young, we're talking like 4 years old here. Um uh, we would we would play Mario together and uh I think it was the old the old DuckTales game. And yeah. that was that was kind of where I got my start and the Nintendo 64 was like the first like system that i ever owned uh where i i seriously gamed um skipped right over right over the super nintendo went from the nes to the 64 and the genesis uh the sega genesis and so i grew up on you know sonic and then mario 64. Um, that was that was kind of where it all started for me you know and to this day mario 64 remains um, my favorite game of all time is it's just a masterpiece. Plus it has all that nostalgia and it was like my gateway into gaming as a, as a young, young little
2: sapling, AJ. Uh,
1: It's
2: fantastic. Rudo. Yeah. uh, My story, my first game ever is actually a bit interesting. My neighbors two doors down would have this game on their computer. And this is in 1994, 1995, uh, called Checks Quest, which I had a long journey of even remembering what this game was as an adult. I remembered I played it, couldn't remember the name, looked for it for years and years and years and could not find it. And finally, one day, I can't even remember the website. I stumbled across it. I found it. And the reason it was so hard to find is, one, because it came from Chex cereal boxes on a disc, that just, they stuff in there with the cereal. And two, because what it is, is a reskin of the original Doom, where you play as a piece of Czech cereal, they replace the starting weapon with a spoon, and you have to fight these booger monsters, like all the monsters, the Doom monsters, are reskinned as these green slime things. So, it's a very interesting <laughs> reskin of Doom, it's the first game I've ever played. Um, yeah definitely a little bit out there, to say the least. Uh, After that, I would end up going over to my neighbor's house and playing NES, games like Excite Bike, things like that, until I, too, got an N64 for Christmas one year, and I'm sure someday we'll have this argument on the pod. Uh, Ocarina of Time was my gateway game to the rest of gaming for the rest of my life, so...
0: That's that's Overrated. pretty fantastic, you know. Uh, yeah, well, oh, wow. <laughs> Let's no, I'm just, I'm totally, to I'm totally kidding. I'm not even <laughs> going to go down that road. <laughs> uh, uh, I will one day, but not this day. Um, so, yeah, my origin story is actually pretty close to AJ's. Uh, I had an older brother, and, you know, so gaming, it's kind of always been around in my life. I, I remember even being drawn to them as a very, very young kid, uh, there was a kind of a sports bar restaurant that my parents went into uh, that had Pac-Man in the tables, those old glass tables where you could look down and and I would play Pac-Man while we all ate dinner. Uh, my older brother had uh, the, had the original NES, so we played Super Mario Brothers and Excite Bike. Those were some favorites. Castlevania, but that was what we did. It was basically our our bonding activity as. Brothers. I was more into sports than he was. We both did that a little bit. But um, kind of got all of the Nintendo systems up to that point. We did do the whole, the whole Super Nintendo thing. I tried to get into Sega a little bit. Ira was one of those Nintendo-only uh, people there for a little while. And it's funny that we all have uh, a Nintendo 64 story. Uh, I can't remember if it was a, a Christmas or a birthday but I remember we got it from a Toys R Us and we had to call down and it was the very last one. And they said we had to be there within 20 minutes. And the guy who sold it to us was named Mario. Nice. (laughs) Yes. That's amazing. Stuff you can't make up. I also uh, remember standing in line for three hours outside of a circuit city to get the PlayStation two the day that that came out. Um, And then the, the big series for me, though, that, that made me actually fall in love with like gaming as a like a very serious thing was Final Fantasy. We got into that very, very early on. Um, and actually, my brother and I do a podcast about that because we're gigantic nerds. Uh, and so there's, a, there's always been a natural rivalry there, people who gravitated toward Zelda in the early days and people who gravitated toward Final Fantasy. And I'm sure someday we'll get to have all of that out. And it will be fun.
1: You know, I actually, um, <clears throat> it's interesting because my gaming life is kind of split into two lives. Um, my portal into, into gaming was Mario 64. But I played almost exclusively sports games uh, until my, uh, let's see, until I was about 19 or 20. I played. I mean, all I ever did was just play sports games, and I would just play the franchise modes, and that was it. That was like my gaming, right? Like I loved Mario sixty four, and that was about it. Uh, and then when <clears throat> when I got out of high school and I went to college, and I you know I, I grew up a little bit. That's I ended up diving much deeper into. Uh, I hate to say this, but real gaming. Sure. Um, It sounds it sounds arrogant, like I'm, you know, like, well, real gamers, you know, it's (laughs) and it's not what I mean. But, you know, like like actual like gaming, like the world of gaming I delved into. And so between about 19 ish, 20 or so and about 25, uh, I spent the majority of my time playing classic games, retro games, old games, catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, doing things like playing the Final Fantasy games, playing some of the Zelda games—I picked my spots here and there—and um, and that was kind of how I fell in love with the world of gaming, and not just like, oh, I like to play video games. Um, I it, it was it was all sports games, and now it's funny because now I basically do not play sports games. Uh, I I haven't played NHL in many years. Uh, I I. I have played like one, I have owned one Madden in the last ten years. Um, I don't. I don't play much of the NBA games. If there was one sports franchise that I actually would still delve into, it would be the NBA ones. But it's it's weird that it's totally flipped now. That when I was younger, it was only sports games, and now today, it's almost no sports games and almost only um, uh, co-op games, multiplayer type games because. Single player adventures are hard for me to focus on, and I like I like playing games with people, and so I play almost. I, I try and focus on like uh like like co op games, games that you can play through campaigns with people, and uh, I avoid a lot of the PvP stuff now too.
2: Yeah, see, it's interesting that. That's why you kind of moved away from sports games, because that's why I love sports games. It's not for all of the multiplayer aspect of it. Some days I just want to go beat up on a bunch of NPCs and feel like a sports superstar. (laughs) So, I've never really gotten into the PvP aspect of the sports games, and probably not quite as aggressively as you, AJ, but I haven't played a sports game in a while, just because I never got the current gen of consoles. I went full PC gamer over the past five or so years, so... I'm, I'm a little bit behind the curve on the console side, but over my gaming career, I've always kind of had a main game, I would say, that I would play probably more than anyone ever should have played any game, but I would stick to one game and then kind of have side games as my my other thing to do in some other free time, and would play one main game throughout every couple of years, I'd probably pick a different one, because... I would either burn myself out on it or I would realize I'm never going to be as good as I want to be. So that's where I I kind of made my way through hopping from game to game. And it was a weird experience getting pretty decent at some of these PvP games, but never just understanding how insane top level players are at some of these games is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Again, my story kind of mirrors a little bit of both of yours but but backwards. So, I was not into sports games very much as a kid. I uh, was definitely into anything else, uh, you know, the weirdest, you know, fantasy-based just the farthest from reality I could find. And I never got into playing sports games against the computer. It, it for whatever reason it always felt lackluster to me. It always felt to lack that actual competition that you get from going up against and and beating another human and this may be the baseball person the the pitcher batter you know interface that is just so compelling to me and it wasn't until gaming went reliably online which was a by the way something I was very slow to adapt to uh, again being a single player final fantasy guy when rpgs were the first you know to really start being like we're going to go online and now everybody come to this world I was like uh, I don't want to do that people are mean and they're scary and uh, I don't and I would get lost I get lost in open world games I like my story based games to be a bit more linear so I really didn't have use for online gaming until I don't know 7 or 8 years ago uh, once I started realizing that sports games online were going to kind of be my thing. And then I I tried for a long time and, and failed to get really good at MLB The Show. And then at some point, like a year and a half, two years ago, uh, it actually really clicked. And I started competing in that, which has been a crazy weird development uh, in my gaming life that I started to be like ranked highly in those, those online ranked games. But um, I do, I I just like, I need now when I go back and I play against the computer, we're doing these streams and people are like, you should do a franchise or you should do road to the show. And I'm like beating the computer 13 to one. And like, it's (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I I don't know. Like, like when you get into a really tight battle against another human being in one of those games, and you know, like, He's either sitting on the fastball or he's ready for that slider, and I don't know because I've thrown him both so many. But they're the only two pitches I feel comfortable with right now, where a computer is going to punish you in a totally different way. And we all know, all gamers know that at some point you've played the game to try to outdo what you know the computer is is trying to think of. Is yeah. you're, you're trying to beat the game and not necessarily do the best strategy or whatever. And so I like yeah. that that element of it.
1: Yeah, I, uh, when it came to the competitive stuff, um, it, for me, it was Halo 2 back when I was yep. actually in high school. Um, my friends and I, you know, I remember carrying, literally carrying my TV down the street to my friend's house so we could play Halo 1. And then when 2 came out, you know, and, and Xbox Live, kind of as we know it, was born, and they had the matchmaking system and all that, you know, I was playing that 14 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Um, and no exaggeration, I was skipping school and just staying home just to play Halo. Uh, and I ended up, <clears throat> I ended up getting quite good at it, and uh, went to a couple of uh, MLGs back when MLG was a thing, um, and um, participated. I had a sponsor uh, and everything, and I participated on the 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 pro circuit for a very brief period of time uh, in back back in the Halo days, you know back so long ago right <laughs> and, <laughs> the good old days yeah and like was was like the only game i've ever been exceptionally good at uh and i'm you know and and since then it's actually it's funny because uh since then i i try to avoid games where i get really competitive uh because i get i get psychotic <laughs> <laughs> uh, and i've i've talked on the abs pod a lot and in the past about how I have to, I have to kind of manage my behavior when I, when I get into competitions and I try to avoid them because like, there's like this like competitive monster inside of me that just erupts. And gaming brings out a lot of that. And Rudo's going to see that when we play rocket league tonight. (laughs) And uh, I will do my absolute best to try and keep it uh, under control. But it's, it's more of a, um, I don't. I don't really like to win, but I hate to lose. Where losing is just unacceptable to me, and winning is more of a relief because it means I didn't lose. I
2: mean, having also grown up in the Xbox Live Halo Two culture, uh, that voice chat will desensitize you very, very quickly to some gnarly things. We'll put it that way. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. Like you're definitely like, you know you're you definitely learn a lot of new words
2: real fast (laughs) yeah Uh, it it gets it gets gnarly for sure um yeah i i'm pretty sure i was never quite as good as you were at halo 2 aj i'm a little bit younger than you guys four or five years yeah i would have smoked you in that yeah probably (laughs) honestly i was decent but but not great and then uh I opened up the can of worms that is World of Warcraft. After that, in high school, and mm. that was the you game I was skipping people. school to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the MMO life is is a whole different animal to me. I mean, I the same way you don't go back to competition, I don't go back to MMOs because I cannot play that game ca- any MMO really casually. I, I feel like it's either has to be my full time job or I'm falling behind and. It's just not healthy. Yeah, I
1: uh, I played Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. I played that way. Uh, after Halo uh, came the original Guild Wars, and I, I played that and ran a PvP guild and uh, did all you know did all that stuff, but can't do it now. Like will not will not take on certain things because it's very much all or nothing. Like you are yep both feet the rest of your body, your whole heart, soul, mind, everything has to be into it. otherwise what are you it's, even doing here? Right, it doesn't even feel worth it otherwise. Yeah, like it, even if you're 80% of the way in, you're not in enough. Yep. It's not good enough. You're you're shorting yourself
0: on everything. <laughs> Um, that, that was my experience. I, it took me until the last couple of years to finally do one of those. And you guessed the reason why. It's because they put a Final Fantasy name on a good one. Eleven, uh, from what I understand, was a pretty good game. It's the only one in the series that I have never touched. Uh, because at the time, I had dial-up. And you weren't playing. You know, <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, and, and unlike... Rudo, I've always been a console gamer. I've never had a PC uh, really capable of running games until now, and I just—it just it just doesn't occur to me to even do that. It's not what I have that tool for. I'm going to have to figure that out a little bit. I'd like to try that some. But, uh, yeah, I-, I did play through the entire base game and the first expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, and I loved it, but I felt exhausted by the end of it, and I was just like... Uh, and then when further expansions came out and I just didn't have the time because I have this job now and it was just like, uh, I-, I don't know how people do it. I don't know any way to drop into this world for an hour or two a night a- and then get out. Like you can't, it's <laughs> it's not possible. Um, so other than the ones we've talked about, uh, what are some of your top gaming uh, well, actually, let's do this. What what are your games of choice right now? Rudo, let's start with you on this one.
2: Um, Rocket League, mostly right now. Uh, obviously, working this job, I, I have a lot less time than I used to. So, we <laughs> will be less interesting. I play some CSGO as well. Um, more interesting before this job, by a good amount. I uh, played a lot of StarCraft 2, as, as Blizzard seems to own my life, mm. basically. Mm. But... I was pretty solid at StarCraft Two for a while. Uh, if people know that game, I was in high masters, could beat some GMs. Um, it. I actually my game plan was like, if everything fell through and I could never find anything, or my wife broke up with me, I'd just move to Korea and cast Code A, and everything would be fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good to have plans. <laughs> it's,
2: it's honestly, it's
1: there's a little piece of me that is supremely sad that you and i did not uh did not play together back when we were both playing starcraft 2 all the time yeah it's really unfortunate (laughs) because i did not like to play uh 1v1 because i was just i I had ladder anxiety like crazy and i just couldn't all the things i was good at in in a in a team game i couldn't do in a single player game for whatever reason it just I just couldn't do it. I could not play one v one comfortably. It drove me insane. And but I got to the highest levels of of team games, and it saddens me that you and I did not get to, despite you being Zerg scum. <laughs> it saddens me that you and I did not get to did not get to to destroy the ladder together back when we were both on top of our Starcraft games before uh, I and. I had to stop playing because I broke all my stuff after a game. I broke my keyboard in half and I smashed my mouse and smashed my headset against the wall and just hardcore gamer raged because I got Reaper rushed and I was being an idiot and didn't defend against it. And I should have rip.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I wish we could have played too, but it, very interesting uh, game and, and style of game when it comes down to that in, in multiplayer, but yeah, uh, oh, at least, I mean, I know you did at the end, but for most of your career, you didn't become the, the truce Protoss scum. Yeah,
1: was a Terran player for a long, long, long time, and then right at the very end, made the switch over to Protoss, and uh, it's funny, because when I play now, my build orders, if you, like, my Terran build orders are still really tight, but... Yeah. My, my Protoss build orders are the exact opposite of type. They, they're all over the map, man. They're all over the map. Well, that's because Protoss is easy. Just make stuff and put it in a ball. and It's, you win. it's really true. Like you just, You're just kind of like, all right, well, I can go three different paths from here, but I'm Protoss. So I'll just do all of them at the same time
2: and just kind of hang out. Uh, that's great. Protoss sucks. That's the moral
0: of this podcast. Yeah, Protoss OP. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay um so, so is there anything that you know in this let's call it downtime uh that we've all got here uh that you're either looking forward to getting into for the first time or maybe go going back to uh revisit aj uh
1: yeah i i'm actually on my fourth playthrough of xcom two right now um Steam is telling me that I have 147 hours played. It certainly feels like that's pretty accurate. Uh <laughs> I uh I've put a ton of time into this. Uh I love I love XCOM. Uh the since the reboot with the a couple years ago the, the Fire Axis made, it's 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 very much up my alley and also helps explain my love of fire emblem uh and those kinds of um turn based uh combat games really really appeal to me uh the live action stuff uh i i, pref- I prefer the strategy now over the the thrill of live combat mm. so i'm doing that uh, and then of, of course i say that and like uh i'm delving deeper into monster hunter world as well because i've owned it and haven't put mm. the amount of time into it that it deserved um and that's you know it's a live combat game and uh, I would like to work my way back through the Final Fantasies as well. And I've also uh, started up Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I'm slowly chipping my way through that. So with with us in Purgatory right now, I am I, I'm tackling all of the big games that i haven't gotten to during the season and of course animal crossing came out yesterday and i've spent three days doing basically nothing but that (laughs) so i guess it came out a couple days ago technically because it was early release on thursday night and that's when i started playing it so um i've i've been pouring time into that i'm literally as we were starting this podcast i was playing animal crossing
0: yeah, I think I'm going to get into Assassin's Creed Odyssey on recommendation from the boss as well as Hellblade. Um, that game looks absolutely phenomenal. You've recommended that as well. I just haven't had the time mm-hmm. to get into that. I'm really looking forward um, to those. And uh, The Last Guardian, I never got a chance to play. I really wanted to play that. I'm a fan of those games, Shadow of the Colossus, Eco from way back in the day. Um, and i haven't gotten to play
2: you gotta play shadow
0: of the claws (laughs) oh i've definitely played shadow but you know what i haven't played is the um the hd remake that they did it's so Um, good yeah so i i'd love to go back and redo that rudo what's on the that would be
2: a great stream game Uh,
0: oh yeah good idea
2: Yeah, right. Along path with that, this new channel that DNVR has, I've always been on the outskirts of the speedrunning community as someone who likes to watch that type of thing. And in the past, I've dabbled a little bit with games like Sonic Adventure Two Battle and and trying to speedrun them. So that's something I'd really like to pick up again. uh, Make a little bit of a a speedrun corner of the channel, maybe where I'll be bad at it, but we can try our best to go fast between that i'd like to i don't it's impossible to say finish but i've had the special edition of skyrim sitting on my computer for years where i haven't done nearly as much as i would like to with it so i'd like to get back into that i'd like to play a lot more of the witcher as well um yeah a lot of single player games for me basically
0: (laughs) on the subject you reminded me of of speedrunning one of my favorite videos on the entire internet and i don't know if this band still exists uh but it's a band called i think it's bit brigade and they would go on stage i I assume they're like at a gaming convention or something and they've got a guy speedrunning castlevania behind them while they shred out the soundtrack live for the audience and it's just fantastic
2: amazing yeah
0: and I think they do a Mega Man one as well. Actually, I think it's yeah the Mega Man two one with and Mega Man two has one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. It's my uh, ringtone of all time. For real?
1: Yeah, my uh, my ringtone. Uh, if you actually call my phone, it's the it's it's super classic gaming uh, soundtrack. It's the uh, Doctor
2: Wily's Castle theme.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: that's the one. that's That's, and those games are like absurd there's so many frame perfect tricks in games like that too
0: yeah yeah so um yeah and i figured we'd talk a little bit here now about some of the things that we're hoping to do on the channel and of course we always want to get feedback from anybody out there what games you'd like to see us play uh if you types of tournaments where people have been organizing tournaments on their own. We highly encourage if you want to do that, just tag us, we'll share it so we can make sure your league gets totally filled up. Uh, we're trying to figure out ways we can also just uh, stream for, you know, in spectator modes, different games have different things. Uh, we're, we're trying to get all of that under wraps, but uh, some of the things I, I think I'm most excited about are these tournaments. Uh, and, and I may be speaking ahead of time. I have no idea when we're going to publish this, but I know we're getting this Rocket League thing together. Um, I know you both play. I've dabbled. So how epic could a DNVR Rocket League tournament be with a, you know a team that's, I guess, made up of the two of you and Guy, who sounds like he is like semi pro at this i
2: i think it would have to be guy and me on separate teams to balance a little bit from the the skill levels that i've heard in this company so far
0: we have no idea what the skill level of our listeners are if you think if you want the challenge let us know if you want rudo on your team let us know that too
1: yeah it was it was funny the other day um you know brendan uh vote had a well, participated in like a FIFA tournament that they set up in like two hours on the fly in the middle of the day. And uh, he was laughing because he was like, oh, one of our subscribers just smoked me. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. Like, you just don't know. Like, oh, hey, yeah, we all play these games, right? But like, like I'm terrible at Rocket League and haven't played it in multiple years. I will be playing it tonight and it will be very entertaining as Rudo and, uh, uh, Rudo and Guy are going to hard carry me because <laughs> I will be utterly useless. And that's like, that's the range of, of talent disparity that we expect when we get into these tournaments is that there are going to be some people who are just like, oh, this will be fun. And they get smoked. And then there are going to be people where you're like, oh, you put a lot of time into this. Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> uh- right. It's, I mean, that's, unless you're the best in the world, there's always going to be someone better than you. And and I fully expect if we have, do get those games running with, against subscribers and and things like that, I'm decent at Rocket League, but I'm going to get smoked by some people. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I have no expectations. I uh, probably will watch more than participate in the majority of the tournaments that we run just
2: because I don't play most of these games. See, this goes back to my backup plan where I'm I'm ready to cast some Rocket League. That was <laughs> <me some> fun <laughs> to spectate. Talk. Yeah,
1: we used to do it. We used to we used to do in-house uh, Starcraft tournaments. Me and my group of friends. Yeah, and we would just cast each other's games.
0: The cool thing about this, too, though, is that it doesn't just have to be leagues. And as we've already talked, I mean, Rocket League or whatever, but it also doesn't have to be sports. I, I guess Rocket League kind of is a sport. It's car soccer. It's, it still resembles a sports game. Maybe we should have had it in the bracket now that I think about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way. Of... Yeah, I think it's just it's just one game, though. Right. It's not. a yeah, it's not,
2: Well, you know. technically, it's two, but. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, you're getting
1: you're getting into this, its long Way in the weeds. And, yeah. You know, you to, <laughs> yeah. Way too technical. It's not worth right. it.
0: <laughs> but we can do all kinds of things. So you could organize if you're in an MMO and you want a DNVR guild. You want to have a guild full of people who all are members and that you can – go questing and talk about how the avs are doing or what, you know, what are we going to do when the Rockies get back? It doesn't have to be sports stuff at all. We're, we're probably going to be doing a lot of sports games, tournaments as well, but let us know what else. I think we're, we're looking at a call of duty situation. I am terrible, terrible at call of duty. I haven't been good at a shooter since halo two. And I was nowhere near as good as either of you. I'm certain of it. I was like, okay at that. And that's the best I've ever been at a shooter. Um, but we can organize all kinds of, of things, you know, and just let us know. And, and, yeah, it doesn't even have to be, you know, competitive or whatever. We can get people just to come on and watch. Uh, Ruto's been hosting on his Twitch channel for <laughs> for other stuff. Um, so, you know, let us know. Like I, I said earlier, make sure you're following uh, the Twitter and the Twitch handles. Is there anything either of you wanted to throw out there before we sign it off?
1: Yeah, favorite games.
0: Oh, just individual games of all
1: time, or yeah, just... of all time. Like, give a give like your top couple. Since I know it's a, it's like I'm trying to ask you to pick between. Yeah, like, yeah, my, my favorite children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a brutal ask to be like pick one above all the others. So you know, like couple a couple of games that you would say
2: define your gaming life. Wow. Um, Alright, Ocarina of Time, probably Halo 2, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, round out the top five with, hmm, I'm going to say Rome Total War, the Oof. first one.
0: Mm, that's a good pick.
1: That's That franchise is so good. Yeah.
0: I was always an age of guy and so didn't get into those other things as much. I don't know what kind of dumb brand loyalty that was, but, (laughs) um, so age of anything. I I had age of empires one when it came out. Mythology was kind of my jam though. I know two is considered the best classic. Mythology Um, was awesome. Mythology was dope. Um, I got, if I've got to, like you said, choosing between my uh, when I can take the Final Fantasy series, that's easier for me. If I've got to single out a couple, which is always very difficult to do, I take six,
1: seven
0: and ten. Six, six, seven and ten are, uh, I think, the best of that. But that that whole franchise, I love every single game in that series, even the bad ones, Did sometimes especially dirty. the bad ones. Yeah, I love Final Fantasy eight. I, I, did, that's, I always feel bad at whatever I leave out. And then there are people for like nine is their favorite. They're all so different. And that's one of the things that I love so much about that franchise is it just has the gall to reinvent itself every single time. And that's kind of unique in art. It's like a musician, like totally changing genre between every album and then selling 10 million copies, no matter what, just because it's good. Um, I would also take, again, if I I can take a whole series, Metal Gear Solid um, 2 is my personal favorite, but those games, I'm a huge uh, fan of Kojima's, Hideo Kojima's. uh, I have not played Death Stranding yet. I got to put that on my list of games during this downturn because it was super divisive, and usually when games are super divisive, I like them um, because it means someone was taking risks and trying to do something different. Um so yeah, big fans of those games and then some of the classics. I mean Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, Mega Man X in particular. Um yeah, I mean there's there's so many, obviously. We're gonna leave some out, but I feel like that's a, a pretty solid
2: Yeah. I'm already sitting here thinking like, Oh man, I didn't say Goldeneye, dang it. <laughs>
0: Right, right, right. Exactly. Mario Kart. How many years did I put into Mario Kart and Mario Party and Mario just in general? Like Sonic movie wasn't bad, by the way.
1: (laughs) Oh, that would be a that would be a really short pod for us to talk about good video game movies.
0: Yeah, it would. That's a low bar. We we'd have to just talk about video game movies. (laughs) We would say good ones. Yeah. Yeah. We would have to talk about why they've almost all been
1: exclusively terrible.
0: <laughs> now, that might be an interesting conversation. And so, uh, you know, that's another thing. We're, we're I'll say, making this up as we go along. We really are. We're, we're having fun with this thing. We're trying to figure out exactly, uh, you know, what it's going to look like. And like anything else at DNVR, we, we've got to have your input to know what that's like. So you can hit us all up. You know how to get a hold of... Rudo, AJ, and myself. If you've listened to any of our other podcasts, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can find, uh, we, we got emails. I'm Drew at the DNVR.com. I assume Rudo and AJ at the DNVR.com. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know what you'd like to hear on future podcasts, what games you'd like to play, what tournaments you'd like to set up, and tag us anytime you're doing something where uh, you need community. Oh AJ, did we not get your favorite games? I feel like uh, I mean, you guys—you guys pretty much touched on all of them. At I was going to say you know, the only, only
1: franchise—the uh, <laughs> only franchise we missed was the Mass Effect series.
0: Oh, that would have been profound brutal.
1: impact on me, and is why I have a massive, gigantic Mass Effect tattoo on my arm. Uh, that's that's really the franchise that got me through some not great days a long time ago. And, you know, (laughs) you could go back and replay them and that franchise is still a masterpiece.
0: Yeah, Mass Effect 2 was the first game that I, like, fully spectated. Well, that's not entirely... When I was a little kid, I used to watch my brother play Final Fantasy. But, like, as an adult, I'd never put my hand on the controller. I uh, I had a college roommate who played through Mass Effect 2, and I was just kind of watching over his shoulder for the first couple of hours... Mm -hmm. And I just watched that game before watching other people play video games was a whole thing. And I had like a full emotional breakdown. (laughs) Like it's incredible. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Yeah, that would have been a bad miss. So now that we got it, make sure you're following everybody. Make sure you're checking out all of the updates on DNVR underscore gaming on Twitter Following all of us, you're drinking Breck brew, and, and you're playing some games to get you through this time. For Rudo and AJ, I've been Drew Creesman, and we will see you next time.